Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pineapple Pizza podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today, we have a visiting chef slash chefs who will be serving up one of their favorites, two of their favorites. This was a bad script to use. (laughs) I'm going to do that over. Today, we have two visiting chefs who will be serving up one each of their favorite slices. I'm your hostess, Lindsay, and with me are the wonderful Ashley and Emily. Hey! Hello! (laughs) So please join us in welcoming Tom and Michelle from Apocalypse in Review. Hey! Hi, y'all! Hi! Hi, guys! (laughs) We're so excited to have you on. We are super excited to be here, um, especially because, like, this type of shit is my jam. So I'm so excited that y'all are doing this. (laughs) It's our jam, too. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm very, yeah, I'm so looking forward to all the awesomeness y'all are going to do. Sweet. Okay. So, Tom Michelle. Tell us yes. a little bit about your. <laughs> Would you please tell us a little about your show? And when did you and um, I guess when did the both of you kind of come up with the concept of Apocalypse in Review? So, yeah, um, we host the show Apocalypse in Review. It's a comedy podcast that focuses on, you know, just talking about movies in the apocalypse genre. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then um, we started, we came up with the idea in, back in, like, November-ish of, like, pre-COVID, right? Yeah, 2019, uh, <laughs> November, around Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then Tom got sick with, like, a brain boo-boo, yeah. and then we're like, you know what, life is too short. Um, just in case you die, let's do a pet project. <laughs> 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 we laugh about it now, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I was dying. Yeah, we all thought he was dying. I mean, what's funny is the doctors were like, oh, he probably has a brainstem glioma, which is like the worst form of it's brain cancer sentence. he could possibly have. Oh my right? God. 
Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, like right when COVID starts to hit, they're like, actually, we think your brain just hemorrhaged a ton of blood because you have this weird ass raspberry looking fucking vein cluster. Yeah. And, you know, it just broke. It just exploded. <laughs> and you had brain just oozing everywhere. That's I mean, it. blood oozing That's everywhere. That's all there is to it. It's nothing big. It's just I have leaky brain syndrome. <laughs> that like... explains a lot about you, Tom. <laughs> no, I was like this long before the leaking. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so much better. I just have leaky brain syndrome. It's fine. I know, right? But enough about that. Um, <laughs> so we started a podcast. <laughs> so we started a podcast about the apocalypse. And then, like, it, it was so funny because it's, like, so fitting. Like, like, a month. No. We start recording and then, like, COVID is like a thing. And then we're like, dude, this is like totes our jam now. <laughs> we totally nailed it. And to a point, like, I remember when we, whenever we would be like, hey, shouldn't we do this? And then something would happen. I was like, oh my God, I'm like a soothsayer. <laughs> I am predicting the future. Oh my God. Um, yeah, yeah. One movie at a time, apparently. One movie at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. We, uh, we call it a movie review, but it's, it's not not really heavy on the review. Don't We're come not to us professionals. for you know anything specifically. It's you know. more like if you like watched a movie with a friend and then you're talking shit about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You come to us to like if you picture it as you went and saw a movie with your friends and now you're talking about it at a Denny's afterwards. You're like the mean, you're like the mean girls of movies. It's like you'll watch the movie and then totally Only like. Me, um, because like, <laughs> I, I hate almost every movie we've done. So well, no, not no, true. that's not true. It's recently we've done a bunch of bad movies because Tom and his friends think it's funny. Um, while I do not enjoy bad movies for fun, um, so I've been rap- like I've been wrecking everything that would come my way pretty brutal but it is fun to me to make fun of it so sure yeah that's the whole point of a bad movie i don't know I why so. you're missing but the, the watching part is so hard <laughs> it is sometimes man right oh, i want to tear my yeah. hair out i'm like like uh, it just having these movies like i always say i feel like i'm just forced to sit there while they happen to me and i don't like it yeah <laughs> so in other words he roped you into this <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kind of, but not... No, we already thought purpose. about having a podcast, like, but I was thinking some other things, and then he was like, apocalypse movies. And like, by the way, I am terrified of scary movies, right? And then the first few ones we did were all the jump scary ones. Uh, I hate jump scares. Um, oh my God, they're the worst. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought I was going to have an aneurysm of some kind. Because all we would do is watch these jump scare movies. So, was it you and me, Ashley, that watched Boogeyman? Yeah, so oh, yeah, we were so horrified. I counted the jump scares because I was so pissed off about them. I was like, <laughs> all right, one, two, fuck you, and three. Like, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to be very clear that I offered to text you warnings. <laughs> I already started it. And you were like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'll be okay. And then I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I'm like watching this movie. And then Thomas is like, I'll watch it with you. So I get like halfway through it. And he's like, oh, do you mind starting it over again? And I'm like, God damn 
<laughs> okay, the answer to that question should have been yes. I mind very much this movie is trash. <laughs> and the thing that yeah, sucks is I knew, I knew they were coming. I knew they were coming and they still got me. And I was like, God. Oh, yeah. But you know, like, I've learned my lesson now. So by the time we did the Get Out episode, no, Us episode, um, I basically had a ginormous, squishy marshmallow cat that I was holding that's like about the same size as me and then Tom had gotten me this weighted blanket <laughs> so he put this weighted blanket on me I was laying on my side cradling this marshmallow cat and then like covering my eyes with its tail every time something was about to happen so it worked it worked it worked oh my god we cracked the code we cracked the code a giant stuffed cat and a weighted you can get it at costco for like 30 bucks guys it's all good (laughs) you need to get video of this i know this is why i refuse to do video (laughs) i'm like uh we've talked about it and michelle's already embarrassed enough that we like include her reactions in the episodes or whatever well i've gotten more demure yeah you've gotten better the first few episodes we did like i just was most my new york comes out let's just say that yeah it was mostly her just screaming profanity (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's my favorite part of your show though (laughs) you guys reacting to it in the moment Well, thank you. <laughs> I do way too much work to get those in there. So yeah, I'm glad so really somebody enjoys it. Yeah. It's so good, though. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so we, we've already kind of talked about what kind of topics you cover. So when do new episodes drop? Uh, every Sunday, for the most part, unless... Uh, I don't know, some sort of catastrophic event happens, then it's Not Monday. really catastrophic, <laughs> but like, you know, if... Tom has to work too much. Yeah. That's <laughs> catastrophic. That's to him. It's catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. That is catastrophic. Yeah. So usually Sundays before yeah. noonish. Yeah. What's one episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria check out first? Or Ooh, that's a good question. I well, mean, a lot or, of our, oh, yeah. This is a two part. Or okay. what episode <laughs> of your show is your favorite? Oh, that's even harder. Um, Harderer? You <laughs> heard me. That's what she said. <laughs> um, well, people that like pineapple pizza and perhaps ye old crime would might check out the latest episode with Lindsay. True. That's ah, great answer, Tommy. And Emily's been on too. Oh, yeah, I was. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you? You did it and you don't remember. <laughs> Dude, every day runs together. That was a while ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I would say if any of your listeners wanted to start, they could always start with ones that you've been on. Um, We've also, I've noticed that Train to Busan is like really popular too. A lot of people who are new tend to start off with that episode. And then they like go on to the other, you know, they kind of pick and choose depending on the movie they like. Yeah, I mean, if you cruise through and see a movie that you like that's probably the best you know way to get in i guess or you know a guest that you like or whatever but yeah 
They're as all standalone. As, yeah, so. as far as favorite episodes, I don't know. That's a hard one to pick. Um, I remember the first one we did with Rivers Langley, I found to be like, I thought I was funny. Because <laughs> 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 it's like, you, you know, it's rare when you actually, well, I don't have that kind of like, I wish I had like enough cuck to think that I'm funny all the time. Mm, right? You get yeah. what I mean? But it's like, I was like, oh, that one was pretty funny. Yeah, like, that was I the that. reanimator episode. Yeah, but it was so funny. long. It's a long one, yeah. Because we can't we can't shut up when he's on. Yeah, but our episodes get long, so yeah. we forewarned. <laughs> we talk a lot. <laughs> but it's funny. It is funny, yeah. Aw, thanks. Thank you. Well, and you guys, you invent, like, fun games and stuff mm-hmm. for your episodes, Yeah, that's too. all Tom. Yeah. And he literally makes it up while he's taking a shit before we record. No joke, he hides in the bathroom. I usually, I usually end watching the movie and then hide in the bathroom for 20 minutes and come up with a game. I'm just picturing you, like, standing in front of the mirror and just being like, okay, Tom, all right. (laughs) Okay, what was this movie about? I gotta have something on brand. (laughs) Put on your game face. Come on, you can do this. (laughs) No, the games are super fun. Tom never tells me anything. And then he, like, does his reverse psychology bullshit. So I never win. (laughs) I never win. And then the one time I was actually doing good, we ended up with a guest who really hates losing. And he was like, it was so funny, though. It was so funny. He accused us of cheating. Yeah, he accused us of cheating. I was like, how dare you, sir? (laughs) I deserve this nut. (laughs) Ashley. Um, Don't call me out, Emily. I will will flip this Monopoly board that I set up over here myself. (laughs) Never tell Emily this secret, ever. You did it on recording. <laughs> I like the idea of setting up a Monopoly board just to flip one, just like, just to prove a point, you know? Like, nobody's actually playing it. Just flip it just to really end an argument. Um, let me just tell you that flipping a Monopoly board mid-play is so satisfying. <laughs> I can only imagine. I've never done it, but I've always wanted to. You know to. what? It always sounds satisfying, but as a mom... The first thing that happens as soon as I think it is, who the fuck is going to pick all that shit up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing, like, the game of life, flipping that over and over. Those, like, the little people that go with the little cars. Oh, my God. Oh, you'll be stepping on those for months. Or my dog will just eat all of them, and then I see them in her poop when she shits in the yard. I'm like, oh. Well, there's there's that missing missing family of four. All right. Cool. (laughs) Like, look, I want to flip this board, but I don't want to clean it up. How about (laughs) trouble? Welcome. Hey, everyone. I'm Michelle. And I'm Tom. And we are Apocalypse in Review. We're a comedic podcast that rates and reviews movies in the apocalypse genre. We run a synopsis, play some games, and also have commentary from us watching the movie. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Ah, he did. If you enjoy movies and lighthearted podcasts, come check us out on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. 
So what's the special you selected to feature today? Uh, so Tom told me we could each do one. Yep. Um, so Tom, do you want to go first? I think you should take us. Why? Oh no. Yeah, you want me to go? Okay, I think I can you should go, go first. So we thought it would be fun to do like one where we live, right? Like one based on where we live. And then one based on my, like, cultural upbringing, if you will. <laughs> sure. Yeah? Okay. That works. So, Tom, you go first. Okay. <laughs> I would like to tell y'all about the story of the bunny man. Have you heard what? of this? No. The bunny man. No. Oh, really? Okay. So okay. it's definitely a Virginia thing. It's It's got some notoriety. There was actually a movie, apparently, now that Donnie I'm Darko? looking into it a little bit. <laughs> no. no. Not Donnie Darko. Uh, some sort of weird slasher movie that came out. I just probably B or C rating, but um, but yeah, apparently uh, they made a movie about it. But basically, the kind of urban legend of it is that there is a bridge called Bunny Man Bridge here in Virginia, and there's several different versions of the story. The one I heard was that if you know, there's some sort of ghosts of victims or something like that if you go there at midnight and sit around who the fuck told you that bullshit what did you hear <laughs> so when i moved to so this this story was something that people would tell you as soon as they found found out you moved here from a different state mm -hmm. right and so as soon as i moved to virginia i go to school the first thing they tell me about is the bunny man. Oh. and i remember vividly too like we were in orchestra and um there were these like kids that basically came and like started talking to me because they knew I was new. And they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to Bunny Man Bridge this weekend. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, oh, basically it was like this guy from an insane asylum who like, used to like rape kids or some shit or what? kill children. No, it was an what? axe murderer. It's always been an axe murderer. No. Yes. No, Always. not for me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I heard. Like, he did something horrible to children, and then he ended up in the psych ward. He escaped, and then he hung himself on this bridge. Uh-huh. After whatever. So okay. Here's my version that I heard when I moved to this area. Okay. Okay. My version is that he was an escape escapee from a psych ward or whatever, an asylum somewhere. And he went around in a bunny costume with an axe. And he drugged people to this bridge and chopped them up. I don't yeah, like it. I also heard that one too, actually. Yeah, it's all bad news no matter how you slice it. But, yeah, so basically the, the whole I heard thing... he used to wear the bunny costume and chop up children. And then he ended up in the insane asylum. Mm. And then when he left, he was trying to do it again. But then he just hung himself. Mm. Type of thing. So, all right. Anyways, there's a man. There's a guy known as the <laughs> And a bridge. <laughs> so the actual, like, kind of thing that it comes from is kind of interesting. Like, basically, there was an account back in, like, October of 1970 where this guy and his girlfriend or whatever were, like, driving out and they parked in this field. It says to visit their uncle, but it's We know odd. what they were doing. Yeah, I guess that's a euphemism that I'm not aware of. Visiting the uncle, like that's kind of a gross. You know? <laughs> that's um, yeah, you can... I don't like that. That's it's worse. perfect for this show. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's on point. But yeah, so so basically, they parked and then something like appeared in the rearview mirror. They went to look behind them, and then the passenger window just shattered, and they like threw the car in reverse and got the hell out of there 
And then as they were driving away, they realized there was a hatchet in the passenger's floorboard. No way. No. This is like the real account. Ew. Uh-uh. So the dude's description of it was there was a man dressed all in white with long bunny ear like head <laughs> The woman said there was no bunny ears. <laughs> so there is some discrepancy in whether or not bunny ears were involved. I mean, maybe they were high. Perhaps. I don't know. Maybe that's what they meant by they were visiting their uncle. Living in the old uncle under the bridge. Yeah, that's that's a drug euphemism. Now I get it. (laughs) There was another account where somebody was like walking around. They were like on a porch and somebody started screaming, you're on private property. You know, you're trespassing. And it was a guy in a black and white bunny costume with an axe. Like, (laughs) and started swinging an axe about. So... Either way, the story started coming out and in like the Washington Post got like the story running. Some of the headlines are pretty fun. The there's uh just a couple that just say like Bunny Man strikes again and stuff like that. There's one that refers to him as the Bunny Reaper. Which <laughs> I love that by the way. Um It gives it like a little gentleness yeah, to the they, they also got real punny with it on this one. Bunny reports are multiplying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, apparently apparently there was like 50 people that came forward and they were like, I saw the bunny man too. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. So yeah. But isn't the bridge like private property? I was going to get to that. Oh. So as an idiot teenager, I and some other people that I knew decided to go to the bunny man bridge. No. And smart choices. <laughs> yes. But it was Halloween and that's what you do when you're 16 and nobody's watching. So <laughs> nobody cares about you, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh my god. That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Terribly sorry. I, I was regressing for a moment. <laughs> it's okay. I would never judge anyone for that. <laughs> so yeah, we all piled into a car. Luckily, I was the only one not drunk. But I drove, and as soon as we got to the Bunny Man Bridge, and we're like, all right, turn the lights off, and let's see what happens, because there's supposed to be ghosts and stuff. Ghosts and stuff. Um, <laughs> so we we turned the lights off and immediately a police um you know the big spotlight on the side of the car that just hits us and illuminates oh. the entire car like instantly it was ridiculous because we did not see this cop car at all and then all of a sudden this spotlight this otherworldly light comes into the uh into the windshield and yeah, so we were questioned. It is, in fact, private property. We were, in fact, trespassing. <laughs> just like Bunny Man said. And uh, we were then cut loose. But yeah, it was. It nearly ended in uh, all of us going to jail for the night. Jesus. Which would have been great yeah. considering most people besides you were drunk, right? And underage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, w- I would have been the only sober one in the drunk tank. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't think of anything worse than the only, like, sober person in a drunk tank. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, should be, that should be my memoirs if I ever write them. <laughs> the only sober in the drunk tank. 
Yeah, so that's the bunny man. <laughs> little, uh, little DC Virginia. I wish DC they would have had Virginia. a more macho. I was like, of course, Virginia. You get the most, like, just weakest-ass, fluffiest shit. Hey, look, I'm just saying right now, like, if anything comes at me, like, anything comes at me with an axe, I'm upset. But if something cute comes at me with an axe, that's that is kind of scary. Yeah, that is kind of <laughs> scary. It's just the word bunny, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. The rabbit reaper. Mm, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Would a six foot tall man in a bunny suit really be considered cute, though, when it's coming at you? Oh, yeah. No, that's or terrifying. That yeah. Um, it wasn't cute in Donnie Darko. It freaked me out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't cute then. It's never been cute. It's not cute now. I don't like it. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> no, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> so you said these were actual reports out of the 70s? Yeah, the the ones that I said, not the psych ward and the hangings and the butcher. Yeah, that's just something that yeah, apparently the that. one, the hatchet in the front seat was a real report. Wow. Did they ever catch the person? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but it was the '70s. Nobody got caught. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that was the golden age of getting away with shit. <laughs> that was back in the day when like you could be a serial killer and just like ring a doorbell and you're probably gonna yeah. have a victim <laughs> yeah yeah like everybody was so trusting and you could just move to a different town and start your life over like nobody checked like you just went right over there and then people mm-hmm. were like well I guess he's Bill now I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Carl just showed up one day <laughs> you always pick Carl. <laughs> what Carl wronged you in the past? I want to know. Damn it, Carl. Get out of here. Get out of here with that shit, Carl. <laughs> it is so, kind of one of those names that lends itself to kind of saying in like a shitty way, though. Like, for me, it's a Bob. Carl. For me, Bob? it's Bob. Bob sounds too kind of Basic. poppy. I like it. Yeah. Mine's Larry. 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 Oh, yeah, Larry. Oh, I'm sorry, all you Bobs and Larrys out there. We don't mean to. We don't mean to be mean. Fucking Carl's, though, huh? (laughs) Yeah, to hell with you, Carl. God damn it. Nobody invited you. (laughs) Get out of here. So I had to look it up when you mentioned there was a movie about it. Yeah. There was actually three. What? What? Wow. So there was one Bunny Man from... 2011, Bunny Man okay. 2 from 2014, and Bunny Man Vengeance from 2017. Vengeance. Wow. Is Bunny God. Man 2 Bunny Man Bunny Harder? Like, what is <laughs> yeah. like the, the, Bunny Man Vengeance? Like, the tagline, the tagline on Bunny Man Vengeance is nothing will stop him. <laughs> okay. Except maybe a carrot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He just apparently just really didn't like people trespassing. I guess that What's was What's funny, because like, I don't know any Virginian who's watched that or even knows there's a movie. I didn't know until today. Same. Yeah. Same. And I've known about the Bunny Man since uh, forever, so. Yeah. Now we gotta watch Bunny Man. No! <laughs> you you watch it with them. I'm out. You guys watch it. Y'all can do it together. I really don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. And it's too no. close to home for me. Like, you know. I'm just a yeah. chicken. I'm just a chicken. <laughs> 
So what's your story, Michelle? Um, so for those of you who don't know from my impeccable English accent or American <laughs> accent, if you will, I am Korean American, right? Mm-hmm. I'm of Asian descent. <laughs> so uh, my family is from Korea and I'm like the first generation Korean American, I guess, right? Yeah. So um, I basically just grew up being bombarded by Korean culture, especially because I grew up in New York. So like you have these little like pockets of just Korea, you know? Yeah, little Koreas. And ever since I was little, um, I would be told that I can never, ever, ever, ever have a fan on with the door closed. Very specifically, fan on Always. Door so, like, anytime I wanted to turn a fan on, my dad, my mom, or my grandmother would come and be like, you have to keep a window open or you're going to die. Like, literally. <laughs> like, all the time. And I, I, we would go to Korea, like, every other summer. My mom and dad would kind of, like, send us off because um, they were busy. And, you know, back then, people weren't worried about, you know bad people like trafficking <laughs> children so they would just be like oh we can just put these kids on a plane by themselves and they're good to go um so yeah. that's what they did yeah they did that back then I, well i mean they still do it well. now but now it's like an actual program hmm. where it's like a full handoff from the stewardess or the, the yeah. flight attendant person to the people i remember them. getting put on a plane to go visit family and just being like well see you in two weeks you know and all we go <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's called, apparently, American people figured it out eventually a few years back. And they were like, fan death, what? And um, it was always a given for us. Like, we were also told not to sleep on a hard floor or our mouth our mouth would turn. Like, what? we would have a stroke. <laughs> yeah, they would be like, oh, you're gonna, your oh. mouth will go. <laughs> your mouth will go as you will have a stroke? Yeah. So in oh, Korean... Okay. They'll say, like, which means, like, your mouth will turn, hence, like, you're going to have a stroke. Yeah, like... Yeah, like that. Um, Yeah. Got it. Uh, But, yeah, so the fan death thing is, like, a full-blown thing. Like, if you realize, like, any of the standalone fans that you can purchase, like, at a store all have timers. And that's because, like, Korea, who manufactures a lot of these, Uh put timers on these in case somebody would accidentally die. (laughs) In case they fell asleep. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. So the concept, like, nobody really knows where it started, but, like, the concept from what I heard from my parent, like, my family is, like, if there would be too much carbon dioxide floating around the room, if you have this air just circulating around with with nowhere to go. Yeah, that's what they said. Like, there were, I know some, like, when you look it up on Wiki, like, I don't trust Wiki with, like, Korean shit, though, because I'm, like... Who wrote it? <laughs> Not a Korean. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they were like, oh, it could have been because like in 1992, they were trying, no, 1970s or some shit, they were trying to save electricity. So they were telling people like people were dying hmm. and suffocating from fan death. I would oh just assume God. that like one dude had a heart attack in his sleep. And they yeah, were well, like, there were... well, the door was closed and the fan was on. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. so what happened was, um, there were some warnings when electrical fans first came onto the market and they were like, oh, this could cause face paralysis. This could cause like you to die from suffocation. I guess the concept is kind of like, you know, like it, there's the dioxide thing, but also like, you know, when you're like sticking your head out the car and you open your mouth, you can't breathe because the air is going in so fast. Uh-huh. Do they think this is like a jet powered fan? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But the funny thing is, it's so ingrained in my head that I know it's so dumb. And like, I still kind of 
do the opposite of what, <laughs> what my mom says, where like she tells me like not to put a fan on while I'm sleeping because that's really dangerous and all this. I still put a fan on, but I always leave my window, like my door open. Like I'll always have a door open in case I die because she's right for once. Yeah, we can't let her be right is basically. No, exactly. <laughs> we can't let her be right. <laughs> so I always crack a, a door open so that I don't die from fan death. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but it's true. It sounds dumb, <laughs> but people have been dumb about new technology since technology has been a thing yeah like yeah. when trains first started coming out they were like oh women can't ride on these the uteruses would fall out they were just like no these will be bouncing uteruses everywhere <laughs> uteruses <laughs> uteri everywhere just bouncing about on the train oh my god oh no <laughs> yeah so koreans have fan death there you go we're special yeah Panda. Fun times. I, I sleep with a fan on every single night because I can't, I have to have that white noise. I do too. Ah. Mm-hmm. See, I do it every summer. But is your door open? Yeah, is your door open though? Well, it wasn't until we got our new cats who are assholes and scratch up our carpet. <laughs> so now it is. <laughs> well, then be careful. <laughs> it's just going to suck all the air out, turn it into a little I vacuum. Know. I don't know. Exactly. I haven't died yet, and I do it too, but I'm like a psycho, so I also have to have a white noise machine and the fan, and I still can't sleep, so... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's too much noise. <laughs> no, it's not Maybe that. you've gone too far, you've overcorrected the ship. Like. <laughs> I wish that were it, but no. I don't know, like, I feel like when it's too quiet, I hear... This is going to sound so dumb, but I feel like I can hear my own heart beating, and I don't like that either, so... That is so... Oh, that's a thing. That's a real thing, actually. Like, yeah. that, that makes sense to me. I can't stand it, so I have, like... We I always have Psych it. on in the background. Yeah, we put... Yeah. I'm not even kidding. It's always Psych. Because it's good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's Michelle's go-to-sleep show. It is. Yeah. It used to be Monk, but Monk is so redundant. It's always, like, the same shit, different day. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's one gag in that whole show, and it's he doesn't like touching things. <laughs> like that's the whole show. Like yeah, he solves a crime, but most of the show is don't touch it. Oh my god, something fell on him. Now he has to wash his whole body with wet wipes. Like we're never getting it. He's just in a delousing shower every like other episode. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did used to really enjoy that show when I was, like, in high school, hmm. but I'm over it now. I tried it again, and I don't know, Psych is always a really easy show to keep on. Yeah. What is your favorite line from Sean to Gus? Like, my, mine is, Gus, don't be the mystery mouse tool. Because oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't even choose. Tom, we were talking about this yesterday. Were we? Yeah. I'm sure we were. It was, no, like, there was a line. Remember, he was like, don't be a, and I don't even remember, shoot. And the, Tom one was, that, the one that caught me off guard for some reason was, don't be exactly half of an 11 pound black or something like that. Yeah. And I just heard it from the other room, and it just, like, 
You know the one night as I was tripping off to Dreamy Land, I heard that and I was literally calculating it and trying to figure out what he meant as I drifted off to sleep. <laughs> it was beautiful. So that show is always funny. It never it gets is. old. No, nope. it doesn't. And even if you like have seen every episode like ten times more or more, like I feel like you watch it again, there still will be something that you didn't catch before. And exactly. I don't, think, I don't think that level of detail exists in so many shows. Like you can't get bored because there's always something else. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Like all the little quips. Like yeah, it's gag. It's heavy. so hard like, to like remember all of them. And so I could watch it all the time, and I have to be like, "Oh my god, I forgot that he said that." Mm. It's. I mean, it's jokes per minute. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I just love whenever they bring up Pluto. Yeah, that's yes. I know. That's our favorite thing to talk about because we all miss Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised that like this is such. I found my group of psych people. Because nobody around me watches Psych, and it's so, like, <laughs> awkward. Because I'm just like, how? What are you? Like, what What are you? I don't get you. What is life like for you? I know. <laughs> Must be boring as fuck. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. But fan death, everyone. You're welcome. <laughs> Did that used to terrify you as a kid? I was always so perplexed. It wasn't really about terrifying <laughs> I would actually try it. Like, I would put my face in front of the fan, open my mouth, and be like, is this how I die? And it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, like Tom likes to say, I like I, to play oscillating Russian roulette. Yeah, that, that was the joke I made. Um, so, yeah, I would, like, and in the summertime, it's so freaking hot um, in Korea. Like, and it's not like, it's like DC hot, but worse, because it's like, Oh my god, it's like Satan's undercarriage in there, you know? It's like so humid, so wet, ugh, and it rains a lot because it's like near the water and shit. So yeah, like, and then they're so cheap about electricity, like, most of them will have like one AC in their whole house that's only, uh, they don't have like centralized system, and so like it's always, there's like this standalone unit in the living room, and I would have to like beg my relatives to turn it on. And I would just lay there on the floor, you know? And so, like, yeah, I basically just lived next to a fan during the summer, and I'd shove my face in front of it, hoping it would, you know, I would (laughs) see if it works or not. So the fan will kill you, but the AC won't. I guess so. Well, they won't turn it on because it's so expensive. Oh, so you can't die because we're not going to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to. It's not a number one priority, so I don't think they think too far. Hmm. Um, but it is funny though. I guess it's because with AC, they're assuming that there is some sort of filtration in there involved. So like when you're putting pumping out cold air, you're actually getting air from somewhere else, I guess. Whereas the fan is literally just moving air inside your room over and over and over again. Technically, that's exactly what the AC is. I know. <laughs> I know. Don't tell them. Okay. We can't overthink this. Right. It's you know it's a. It's not right. <laughs> it's not right to be. I lost with. track of the main point of this isn't real. Yeah, it's not real. Oh my god. I love that Michelle is like, I tried it to see if it <laughs> Because 
a few weeks ago we talked about devil seats and I was like I'm gonna sit in one because I want to know what's all <laughs> and uh, I, I believe Lindsay's comeback to that was that she was going to shove someone else into the devil seat uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a bitch that's the smarter so. choice <laughs> That's the smarter choice, I suppose, but like every good scientist, you experiment on yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll just shove somebody else in it. It's fine. You'll shove someone's face <laughs> in front of a fan, won't you? <laughs> Open your I mouth. <laughs> Open your mouth as wide as you can. Do it. <laughs> in front of this fan until I tell you no. <laughs> What's funny is like I wonder if in Korea they don't have like a real um autopsy dude. <laughs> autopsy dude? Coroners. Uh, medical examiner. <laughs> exactly, there you go. So I wonder if they don't have that because like even some of the articles they talk about fan death, they're like so the most recent one was a few years back where a, a man was found dead in the summer and he was in a room that was locked closed off and there were two fans running Mm. so the whole fan death thing came back up and they're like see see look what we said it's true (laughs) and i was like is there no coroner dude who's like listen he just ate a bunch of pills or oh he was old or oh he died because it was too hot and he basically just you know Nelson. Died from being too hot to death. Yeah. 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 Too, hot to too hot to death. Yeah, he's too, too hot to death. So I'm like, where are these people? I don't know. <laughs> How would your first assumption not be like, well, he must have been too hot? Like, he has to be one. Because that's what I'd be thinking. Like, oh, fuck, it's still really hot in here. No wonder. <laughs> and I remember uh, many a times where I thought I was going to die from just the heat alone. Like, and I remember my grandmother would make the fan oscillate, like, and then she would make us all lay down on the ground and then just be like, if you're really still, you'll start to cool down. (laughs) And I wanted to die. (laughs) I was like, oh, if you stay really still, you'll feel cool. And I was like, some depression error. Oh my God, for real. (laughs) It was the worst. Oh my god. Next it'll be like, imagine you're in a cool place. <laughs> Close your eyes. I want you yeah. to picture your penguins. And then they'd like make us go out. Like, I mean, you would think that we were like in the middle of a civil war. Like they would tell us to go outside and like get cold water and we would put our, you know, we would dunk, put your head like on between your legs and they would like run the cold water down your back, like neck and head area. And they actually call it a thing in Korea. Like like a type of shower or some shit where you basically just lower your half of the body, just run cold water in the back, back. Yeah. and then you're done. And they're like, see, you're cold now. And I was like, what the fuck is this third world country bullshit that I'm going through when y'all have the technology? <laughs> it's right there. Plug it in, goddammit. So you have some feelings about this. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, like, it is embedded in my memory. I remember when these bitches sent me over to like a fucking Buddhist monastery for like four days and they don't even give you cold water. It's literally like boiled rice water and then they let it sit lukewarm. And you're just like, I remember like, this is why I am like borderline alcoholic. I was, I remember I was like, what in fourth grade? And I was like, man, I would love a cold beer. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> because all you see are commercials for cold, icy cold beer, oh, and then yeah. you're like seeing all this nasty ass, like warm water you have to drink when it's like 104 degrees and humid. Yeah. And I was like, all I want is beer. And I asked my grandpa, and he just looked at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> Look at how icy it looks in the like, head. At a Buddhist monastery, no less. He came comes to pick me up. I was like, "Can we get beer?" <laughs> and he was like. He was like, what did they teach you? <laughs> Be like, Gramps, all the cool kids do it in America. <laughs> it's so Luke, cold. Monks like to party, too, is all I'm saying. I know. Oh, my God. I would like to go back as an adult, though, so I can drink. <laughs> I mean, I drank when I was there underage. No, Are you just going to crack there. a beer in the monastery and slowly drink it in front of them as they swelter <laughs> in the heat? And then you go... Maybe. So nice and refreshing. As they drink their lukewarm tea and lukewarm rice water. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hated it. Hated it! Michelle's just doing the Mountain Dew pour, like. (laughs) Yeah, that's fan death, everyone. Awesome. Might be a little more paranoid, but probably not. I'm still yeah. gonna sleep with the fan on. If I die, yeah, right. so be it. Like, just do what I do. Open up your window. I mean, open up a door or a window. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Well, even your bathroom window. If you have a bathroom that's connected, that's what I do. <laughs> and then counts. I'm like, done. <laughs> I'm not gonna die. <laughs> Yay! So the kids sleep with a fan on every night, and their door is shut. Does that make me a bad mom? <laughs> No. Um, as an American, no, but according to Korean mothers, yes. <laughs> according to every mother in Korea. Shame on you. How dare you? <laughs> My kids actually sleep like that too. And then I will try to crack their door open because, you know, um, the Korean vibes are strong with me. And then like, they'll be like, close the door, mom. And I'm like, but you're going to die. And they're like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, you won't get it. <laughs> you don't even know. Lay on the ground and be cold. Yeah, you have to be Korean to get it. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to save your life here. <laughs> well, thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a slice of urban legends from our guest chefs, Tom and Michelle. Would you like to, before we close out, let people know where they can find you? Sure. Um, so we are on almost all podcast platforms as Apocalypse and Review. And then... We are also on Twitter and uh, Instagram yeah. as Pod, A-P-O-C pod. And we're, we exist on Facebook. We don't really do anything there. So there's that. Yeah. Don't go to that cesspool. I mean, they can. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, you can, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's the apocalypse over there. Just don't do it. Pineapple Pizza Podcast. We're sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad you do. Plus, to work. <laughs> we did so I do it right? <laughs> you did. You <laughs> emphasized the question mark perfectly because who knows if anyone likes us? I don't even like us. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're the best. <laughs> we are the best. <laughs> give myself a high five here that's <laughs> oh why God. I always keep this mirror around so I can high five myself <laughs> <laughs> if you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us 
check out our Tee Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PineAppPizzaPod. That's PineAppAppPizzaPod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at pineappappizzapod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels. And just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome. And we love you.